This episode is supported by FX's Clipped, the scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league. Starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX's Clipped. Streaming June 4th, only on Hulu. Let me tell you about my Patriot Supply. Um, You know, might be a good idea to have some food on hand. Really? Yeah. If you think that there might be, you know, some trouble ahead. I don't know. Maybe the Belfast Accords fall apart. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? You never know. Never know. That could happen. Mm -hmm. Uh, You might want to uh, think about calling my Patriot Supply. My Patriot Supply, the people that uh, I have trusted for years now, you can get a three-month emergency food kit with a $200 discount, which is really an amazing deal. The kits will provide 2,000 calories a day for strength and energy, stressful situations. The food is really, really good, and it's breakfast, lunch, dinner, snacks, drinks, all of it. Um, My Patriot Supply. Contact them now, mypatriotsupply.com. Save $200 on each kit that your family members need. Um, You can now get the three-month emergency food kit. Get one for every member of your family and save $200. It is mypatriotsupply.com. Mypatriotsupply.com. And welcome to the Glenn Beck program. Uh, it looks like Bud Light is having a tough week or two. Uh, I want to give you a little bit of insight on why this could be effective. The the turnaround from Bud Light drinkers and Budweiser. Let me explain that. And are, rela- are race relations really that bad? We'll give you the news on this and so much more in 60 seconds. So you know the value of a dollar. Let me ask you. It's the value of 20 bucks. I think it's about a buck pretty soon, but maybe that's just me. 20 bucks could get you out of pain, could turn your life around, could restore everything that you want to do with your life that you're now avoiding because of pain. Relief factor. It's a 1995 trial pack. It's worked for me and thousands of people. It's relieffactor.com. It's all natural, so it won't space you out. I want you to call 800-4-RELIEF. 800-4-RELIEF. Or go to relieffactor.com. Get out of pain. Just try it, please. 800, the number four, relief. Relief Factor. Feel the difference. All right, I want to play something. This is a Bud Light distributor. Uh, and he's talking about 
the sales of Budweiser. Listen to this, cut one. I work for an affiliate company. I am a merchandiser. And the sole product of the company I work for is Anheuser-Busch products. So with all this canceling going on, um, there's, I mean, I've never seen such little sales in this past few days uh, on these products. And it's, it's sad because when people don't buy this beer, I don't make money and I can't feed my family. So it's kind of uh, heartbreaking, I guess, that um, Anheuser-Busch did what they did. They don't know their clientele. So it's uh, kind of heartbreaking. Thanks, Anheuser-Busch. I may not be able to feed my family coming up here soon. Okay. This is something that I think you really need to be aware of. These, like, for instance, Coke, and I learned this from a former executive at Coke. These, these soda and beer companies, beverage companies, they don't really care about you because they're not connected to you. It is the local bottling companies and distributors that make all of the difference. You start making their distributors uncomfortable. You start, these are people that live in the community. Like that guy. What was he saying? He's, he's working for Budweiser. I mean, he's distributing it. He's putting it all on the shelves. He's the guy that has to get it to the local stores. And he's dying. So that's going to go back up the chain. Believe me, when Coca-Cola distributors or Pepsi distributors or the distributors of Anheuser-Busch, when they get pressure in their local community, when you as a business call them and say, you know what, I don't think I want your stuff anymore. You tell Anheuser-Busch, this is crazy. I don't want it. You tell Coca-Cola, I don't want their garbage anymore. They don't know who the customer is. I'm out here in the country. I know who the, the, the customers are. And they're not white racists, Coca-Cola and Bud Light. They're not for transgender issues being pushed into everybody's faces. And certainly they're not for transgender issues being pushed onto our children in schools. So no thank you, Anheuser-Busch. You begin to say that to the local distributors. And they're easy to find. If you begin to say that and you reach out as a friend of the local, because he's probably on your side. They're probably cut from the same cloth because they live in your community, depending on what community you live in. They live in your community, so they probably reflect a lot of your values. So you can call them up and go, dude, what are you doing? I don't I mean, I can't support you anymore. I want to. I know that your family doesn't eat, but I can't do it because my customers don't want it. And I have to draw the line in the sand. So you need to tell Anheuser-Busch in no uncertain terms, enough is enough. If we connected smartly, we would be able to conquer these guys. 
because right now they don't care. You know, here's another thing. When you when you look at the at activists on the uh, left, they're in these people's offices. They're in their faces. They're holding meetings with people. So and, and I don't know if you saw the letter that they put uh, to the insurance companies, but they are putting the screws to the insurance companies right now. And they're saying, we will report you to the government. We'll report you to all of the activist groups. We will make sure that your name is mud if you don't stop insuring oil drilling. And you have until this date this summer to let us know where you stand. It's, it is a terroristic threat. It's the closest thing to a terroristic threat I, I've, I've ever seen in business in America. It is ruthless. Well, they have those people in their office. Who's on our side in their office? Who's meeting with these people at the national level? They're only seeing one side. We have to be smarter in what we're doing. And the place to begin is the local distribution and bottling companies that are schlepping this stuff. Because as long as the local bottling companies are fine, they're not going to say anything. But you start messing with that, you start... You start turning the corner with the people who are actually on the street delivering the beer and the soda. That gets the attention of the big boys. And I think you can win with Budweiser. You just have to play it smarter. Look, we are going to talk about this and the transgender nonsense tonight on my Wednesday night special on Blaze TV. We have to take a look at the next step of the fundamental transformation of America. ESG was designed as a leverage point to force private businesses into compliance and partnership with the government. Red states are pushing back on the E, but not so much on the S and the G. The E for energy, but just like Republicans always do when it comes to you, they drop the ball, and that's the S and the G, social and governance. They are just as important. A top-down wave of violence has been hitting the streets lately to enforce E, S, and G. Have you noticed that? Remember, we told you when it would come, it would be top-down, bottom-up, inside-out. What does that mean? This is a old strategy from communists back during the Soviet Union. The way to flip countries is to go in, infiltrate everything. Would you agree that this has infiltrated everything? Business, education, media, government, everything, everything. So they would infiltrate and they would Make sure that they had people in government in high places positioned for the next phase. So what they would do is they would, after they have everybody in position, they send these. Well, in this case, they're sending the 
people who are very upset about trans rights and the top whips them up into a frenzy. Like, for instance, Nancy Pelosi, what, yesterday or the day before, giving a speech in San Francisco and saying trans people and trans children are under threat. They're coming for you. Well, I don't know anybody who is like, we got to get the trans people. I don't know anybody who's saying that. I do know people who say they want this to end with their children and they would like this to end with this, this lie that this is a normal and, and this much of the population. Listen to this from a TikTok uh, user. There's no labels or restrictions on this guy. Listen to this. Y'all really want to try to say there aren't trans kids? Let me tell you what there aren't. There aren't cis kids. Okay, you telling your child, oh, you're a boy, you're a girl. This is a child. This is a free spirit that has not learned any of that bullshit. And so you force it on them. So cisness is the wound. Cisness is the delusion. Cisness is the lie. Cisness is the place of pain. Transness is the healing. Transness is the growth. Transness is the truth. Transness is what we actually are. We are fluid. We are 70% water. We are God. God is change. God is trans. We are trans. You are forcing your kids to be boys and girls. We're saying, be whatever you are, baby. Be free. Be water. Be light. Be sky. Be God. Because guess what? That's what we actually are. What we actually are is trans, is change, is love. We're not the ones doing the forcing. And see God chiming just on time. Good. That guy is not mostly made of water. He's mostly made of bolt. Holy cow. Okay. So this is the lie. We have gone from a society that says, hey, be cool with Caitlyn Jenner. And I don't know anybody who wasn't. Once they started to say, you have to say he's beautiful as a woman. I think that's where people are like, okay, well, I, no, I'm, I'm not going to be mean to Caitlyn Jenner, but I'm also not going to lie. It's a, it's a bad-looking woman, okay? <laughs> Maybe a good-looking dude, but not a good-looking woman. That's where it started. And we had actual compassion. And then we were introduced to words like cis, cisgender. Remember, it wasn't long ago before we were all saying, uh, what what does cis mean? What how what is that? Just another weight made up word. They are erasing truth, and look how far it is. Now we're all fluid. Now we're all water. We are God. How terrifying! This should chill you to the bone as Americans, that we are God, and we are fluid. And it's your cisness that is the wound. You inflict that on children. Where are the medical studies? Where are any medical studies that back any of this up? There aren't any. Anything that they're using is so flawed, Sweden and France are running from it, saying this is extraordinarily dangerous. What are we doing? The reason why all of this is happening, the violence, Riley Gaines is going to be on the program tonight. Wait, wait till you hear our conversation. 
What happened to her was not about her. It was about you. It's an invisible hand manipulating American businesses. And I say invisible because it's gone mainly unnoticed. I mean, until Bud Light decided to make a dude dressed up as a woman as one of their brand ambassadors. But this is what ESG does. This is a top down. The guys who are now in control are signaling to their street thugs, the brown shirts, go ahead, do what you want. Stir it up. We got your back. We're not going to prosecute. You go ahead until it gets so bad that you will cry out. How, how do we replace all of the cops in our country that have retired or gone away? No recruits. How are you going to do that? Well, you're not going to have anything locally because the locals won't be able to handle it. Everything breaks down. Locals won't be able to handle it. Don't worry. The federal government can assist. This is a communist storyline that happens the same way every time. You just have to get past your fear because that's what they want you to feel is fear. If you don't have any fear because you're fighting for your kids and your grandkids and you're like, I'm not having my kids grow up in a world like this where they are slaves where they are punished if they think for themselves, if they disagree, don't talk to me about book burning. You guys are the ones rewriting the books well after people are dead. You're just not book burning. You're just changing the meaning of them. You're on the right side. Have no fear. Don't miss tonight, our Wednesday night special at 9 p.m. only on Blaze TV at 9.30 Eastern on YouTube channel. My YouTube channel, it's youtube.com slash Glenn Beck. It is Exposed, the secret behind the trans activist army. You don't want to miss it tonight at 9 on Blaze TV. Sometimes the awful effects of a terrible event uh, keep manifesting long after the event itself is over. On 9-11, there were almost 3,000 people who lost their lives. But over the last two decades, people are still dying from 9-11-related illnesses. There's a whole new generation of people growing up right now who know almost nothing about what happened on that day and how we changed. If we don't teach them 9-11, how can we teach them what freedom really is? If we don't teach them what we did with the Patriot Act after 9-11, how can they ever identify a problem with our system? Tunnel to Towers, the 9-11 Institute, is giving educators now access to nonfiction 9-11 resources for K-12 learning. This is full curriculum units built around first-person accounts, scripted social studies lessons, activities, backgrounds for teachers, as well as the nonfiction Discovering Heroes series of books and the curriculum units. There is a speaker's bureau with access to 9-11 first responders, survivors, loved ones. This is something that if you're in a school district that wants to teach the truth, they even have a tech mobile exhibit that turns into um, uh, a 1,000-square-foot interactive museum. Never forget, that's what we promised. 
we're going to do that, we have to educate future generations. Help Tunnel to Towers educate kids now. Donate $11 a month at T2T.org. That's T, the number 2T.org. 10 seconds, station ID. All right. Hello, Stu. How are you? Pretty good, Glenn. How are you? Mm, my gosh. You know, is it is it just me or is it... I mean, we're not consulted on anything. They just tell us what is happening. Yeah, they let us know what they're going to do. Right. I mm-hmm. mean, listen to this from Janet Yellen. This is uh, cut four, please. The program will also lay the foundation for Ukraine's longer-term reconstruction. As President Biden has said... The United States will stand with Ukraine for as long as it takes. Okay. I'm encouraged that the IMF, multilateral development banks, and our partners are also standing with Ukraine in its time of need. Okay, she's talking about the U.S. funding the long-term reconstruction of that country. What is that going to cost? I know we've spent how many trillions on repairing our bridges. We still don't have our bridges repaired. So now we're going to go over to Ukraine and rebuild Ukraine after we've spent all the money on the war. Wow. I, I, I don't know about anybody else, but I have a problem with that. We're not in the situation we were in in World War II. We don't have everybody else's gold. We have no gold. What are we doing? And we have a coming soon, a bipolar currency, uh, reserve currency. No longer will it be American, uh, 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 the dollar, of course, anchoring that system. It will be a bipolar system where I guess China is the other side of that. Mm -hmm. That sounds like a good idea. You know, there's some story today about like they're announcing some $10 billion new program to God only knows what. It's like, what? Like, aren't we supposed to... Wasn't there something in the Constitution about the House coming up with a a plan to yes. allocate money, and then it was passed? Like laws would get passed. So do, the do, am only I remembering way, this wrong? The only way to do it is to pass a budget in the House. They're trying to do this, and they're they're again. There isn't a unified effort to stand against the uh, raising of the debt limit. If you raise the debt ceiling again. They're going to keep doing what they're doing. You've got to stand firm on the debt ceiling and pass a budget. Once Congress passes a budget, they can go back in. The House of the People, that's what it was made for. To go in and go, yeah, you, you got to fire all those people because we're not spending that money anymore. It's cut. And you can't move it from one place to another because it's our budget. That's what needs to happen. But we are not operating under constitutional law. The Glenn Beck Program. American Financing, NMLS 182334, www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org. Okay, when it comes to debt, you're going to have to pay down later. (sighs) Credit cards are an awfully slippery slope. Most of them have a variable rate. It is so easy to get yourself in too deep. If you're carrying a huge balance... You have to start paying more just to cover the interest, and you can't let this happen. Today is the day. Now, I don't know if this is right for you, 
but it is one way to get yourself out of this if you are smart and careful. Give American Financing a call. Get a free mortgage review. Learn about the custom home loan options that are available that might fit your budget better than what you're currently dealing with. American Financing, it is a family-owned mortgage company that's in it for you, and they're saving people just like you an average of $700 a month. Plus, you could end up being able to delay two mortgage payments and close in as little as 10 days. American Financing, 800-906-2440. 800-906-2440. AmericanFinancing.net. Head over to blazetv.com slash Glenn. Use the promo code STANDUP. You'll save 20 bucks off your subscription to Blaze TV. You know, it's the most frightening to me is the loss of any kind of debate, any kind of conversation, um, any kind of, uh, I don't know, scientific uh, pursuit using logic and evidence and reason. It's gone. Tell me what the logic is. Tell me the reason put behind it. What new evidence do we have that we should mutilate the bodies of children? Tell me the case. This in in a reasonable society, this would be debated a long time before it was ever even introduced. If it was introduced, it would get the the. Uh, people of the country to look at it and go, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Make your case. Show me the evidence. That's what's happening overseas. It's not happening here because they're shutting everybody up. Now, don't talk to me about book burners when you are doing everything you can to shout people down and make them afraid to speak you won't even get to the books. You don't have to. You just get to all the authors. You just get to everybody who can write a book or even make a decent argument against it, and you frighten them. Here's why this is bothering me so much. It wasn't, it wasn't the Nazis that were killing people, per se. It was the doctors that were Nazis that were killing people. Joseph Mengele, he, he was operating within standard framework of ethics for doctors in Germany at the time. They believed things that just were not true. And so they would do whatever it is they wanted to do. The people that were you know, in his part of Auschwitz, they were terrified because they knew everything he did, it didn't matter. He didn't have to ask for any permission or anything. Whatever he did to them, he could do. If he just wanted to kill them just for fun, he could kill them. And all of this started out of compassion. What is it that's driving this? Why is it so many women who are protecting their children have just gone along with this 
which is not protecting your children. It's compassion. How did the stuff happen in Germany? The doctors were making compassionate cases. Hitler came and went to his personal uh, physician, Karl Brandt, and then the uh, head of his chancellery. And he said, L- I want you to look into this, this deformity with this child. Does he have any reasonable life ahead of him? They came back and said no. And so he took these two people and they introduced the so-called children's euthanasia in early 1939. It was probably only given verbally, but that verbal permission to do it behind the backs of the parents killed at least 5,000 children who had physical or mental, mental disabilities. And that could just be they had epilepsy. And it became an organization of doctors and nurses. In the same year, they moved this to adult patients. This is the official, signed by Adolf Hitler, the official document that started it all. And he wrote, Bueller and Dr. Grant, M.D., are charged with the responsibility of enlarging the authority of certain physicians to be designated by name in such a matter that persons who, according to human judgment, are incurable can, upon most careful diagnosis of their condition of sickness, be accorded a merciful death. Adolf Hitler. I'm going to show you a case of that coming up next hour that's happening right now, right now. It just happened and nobody's talking about it. See, it is what's what's so dangerous about all of this is the experts are the ones behind it. And the experts have been wrong about everything. Stu, you just brought up. We're spending another $5 billion on uh, new new vaccines for COVID. COVID therapies is the terminology they're using. And it's it's interesting because you could read a bunch of stories about this. And it says, hey, the HHS under Biden is going to be, has announced a new program to spend $5 billion to develop, you know, new vaccines and treatments. It's called Project Next Gen and blah, 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 blah. At no point does it say, and the House will take up a bill uh, to pass this through, to get approval, and then the Senate will need to approve it, and then the President will need to sign it. No, it's just a new program. They're just moving money around right. in some back room way. Because the Center for D- Disease Control, the nameless, faces, faceless people have deemed that this is necessary along with their partners in private uh, pharmaceutical companies. The public-private partnership that will just take care of it. That That's not America. That's not the way we do it. Where is this $5 billion going? We, I mean, we where don't even... Where is it coming from? Yeah. Where is it coming from and where is it going? Correct. But other than that, I'm totally fine with the process. And remember, these are the same people that wanted to force it on children. 
there is a real scary disregard for our children. They were trying to push this on this vaccine to be on in every child's body. We don't know exactly what I still don't know exactly what is good or bad about those vaccines. I mean, I have some pretty clear ideas, but I don't know if those have been uh, researched and vetted fully yet, good or bad. And what are we doing? No one seems to answer for anything. Well, you're talking about the compassion part of it. That was a big part of the COVID threat, right? Everyone said, you're going to kill grandma. You're going to kill other people. You need to go along with what we're saying. The same thing. Is, applies to the gender stuff going on now, where they tell parents that your kid is going to kill themselves if you don't do this. Now, look, we can all sit here and be critical of these parents who are going along with this, and I am. Oh, I am. I, I, I'm I, sympathetic. But I, I, there is some sympathy sh- that should be, some grace that should be awarded for some of these parents who, you know, in every other, like, I mean, we all grew up in a, in a world where if a doctor said, your kid's going to die if you don't do X, Y, or Z. The only moral thing to do is to do X, Y, and Z. Correct. And that, while you shouldn't be fooled by these doctors telling you that, you could understand how a lot of this stuff happens to parents who aren't the worst parent in the world. They're trying to do the so right thing. I just for their own went kids. through this. I can't tell you how many experts I called that I have access to. I'm not. You know, I I don't live a normal person's life because of what I do. I have access to people. When my kids were doing suicidal ideation, uh, I got news for you. I didn't know what to do. I I didn't know what's real, what's not, what's 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 coming from this this fount of filth in our society. What we're expecting. You know, uh, are we expecting too little, too much? I don't know, because all of the variables of our childhood have been changed. So I don't know what knobs to turn and what to say. I don't think any parent does right now. And it was dicey because I didn't know if I was doing the right thing either. It's hard to know. And then if you make a mistake, it's on you you. and you've done this terrible thing. I think of the doctor who who was testifying in court and it was like, look, this, this, this stuff when it comes to gender can be incredibly damaging. Here are all the studies, blah, 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 blah. And the, the judge kind of came back to them and said, Hey, well, you know, the American pediatric group, whatever, whichever one they, you know, they, Mm -hmm. they found authoritative said, this is good for kids. And that was it. It doesn't matter what the studies say. You look at the summary from some group, and it gets pushed through, and these kids are the one paying the price for Look it. at what's happening with Gavin Newsom in California. He's buying up all those abortion drugs because he's afraid they're going to, you know, uh, start slowing them down, start banning them, et cetera, et cetera. The uh, FDA has not approved those abortion drugs. You've had, I can't remember which government agency, you've had one government agency approve but the FDA has not approved of it yet. And that's the source of the case, right? Like they're saying it was not approved through the proper process. Correct. A couple no. of decades ago. Maybe, maybe, you know, maybe, maybe not. I don't know. But w- what are we, what are we doing here? What, what's happening? Why, why are there these exceptions for some drugs, not drugs? We're listening to experts that I don't think we should be listening to anymore. 
I mean, I, you know, they just they're they're putting in a new um, censoring organ into the State Department. It was just found out that State Department is working on uh, censoring people online now. You know, just just for you know foreign thing. Uh huh. And this sure. is this is essentially their misinformation board. They got a lot of bad press, so they renamed it. Yes. So they're they're just going to do it overseas. No, they're not. No, no. We know they're not. But since when do we look to the State Department for anything that is real? Look at just recently. They were the ones that said if Donald Trump would make peace and move the uh, embassy to Jerusalem, there would be World War Three. They were the ones that were pushing uh, for uh, conflict in Ukraine. Trump didn't do it. Uh, they were the ones uh, that overthrew Ukraine in 2014. They're the ones that have gotten us into almost every conflict we're in. They have horrible, horrible advice. Been wrong over and over and over again. It was not the Pentagon. The Pentagon put the State Department in uh, in as the leadership role in Afghanistan. So it was the State Department that was making the decisions along with the Pentagon. Why are we listening to these people? Why do we trust these people? The answer is we should not trust these people. And especially when it comes to your children. Uh, we're entering a time where doctor does not know best. That's the way it was in the 1930s, and they caught on too late. Doctor does not know best. Unless you're the type of person who loves having a whole bunch of complicated extra things to do in your already busy life, buying and selling homes is probably not your strong suit. It's not but mine. Uh, I've got the evidence to prove it. Sometimes... The market is right, and you got to go for it. When that time comes, you need help, and I mean expert help. This is why I started realestateagentsitrust.com with my brother. We, we um, work with the best real estate agents in your area all over the country. The people who have decided to make this their full-time occupation, who throw themselves into it all the way, know how the modern way of advertising and their website where your house is going to be uh, listed already has a ton of traffic there. So your house is going to be seen and sold quickly. We only work with the agents whom we vetted fully and have a great track record of getting the job done using the best practices of the industry. From the starting point all the way to the ending point, your agent matters. And having the right one by your side will make sure that you sell your house on time for the most amount of money and you're in the right neighborhood with the right price of the right house when you buy. Realestateagentsitrust.com. Tell us where you're buying and selling and we'll help you find the right agent. Realestateagentsitrust.com. Join the conversation. 888-727-BECK. The Glenn Beck Program. We're just talking about our medical industry and, and how that works and how, you know, 
how dependent you should be on it. And perhaps the answer is not being as dependent on the medical establishment and being a little bit more dependent on yourself. What's going to happen in a medical crisis? Are you going to freeze up? The difference between you know life and death is having a little bit of training and the right tools at hand should you need to actually use them. You need a life-saving first aid kit from My Medic. They've revolutionized first aid with an amazing line of kits. This is packed with innovative products. Everything really you need to, you know, from cuts, basic stuff, to car accidents, to gunshot wounds. Uh, you need to be prepared in a situ like, situation like this if it happens to arise. And every family should have at least one of these. Uh, if you don't have yours yet, go to mymedic.com slash back. Save 20% off a of life-saving first aid kit today. They have great products inside. There's not just a bunch of Band-Aids. We're talking, you know, tourniquets and chest seals and all sorts of stuff to stop bleeding and all the other necessities you need in a medical crisis. My Medic First Aid Kits ship free. They are built in the U.S. They are backed by a great company and a great lifetime guarantee as well. They're family owned and they have a mission uh, to empower your safety. Every pro kit includes free life-saving training as part of your purchase. Go to MyMedic.com slash Beck. 20% off right now. MyMedic.com slash Beck. 20% off now from MyMedic. Welcome to the uh, Glenn Beck program. We're just, uh, we're talking about doctors and uh, our experts who are being trained in the same universities um, where all this other filth is coming from. This is what happened in uh, Germany. It's what happened to the world of Europe during World War II or before the lead up of World War II. The universities went insane. And here in America, too. And we went with we can build better humans. And I'm, I'm just I'm reading uh I'm reading about Mangala. Um, he had a warped belief as, as well as other doctors and nurses in the pseudoscientific theory of race that was fundamental to Nazi ideology. The theory held that races are genetically distinct from each other. It established a hierarchy of races and stressed that inferior races are more genetically likely to exhibit negative traits than the superior races. That's not a Nazi ideology. That's Charles Darwin. That's that. Why is that named a, a Nazi ideology? That's origin of the species <laughs> or the survival of the preferred races. Yeah, we always talk about how dangerous these philosophies could be if implemented. The Nazis were just the one that implemented them. Correct. And we were too. Yeah, but, but we to a lesser extent. Thank right, you. we Without, buried that. Yeah. No, I, we would have gone down many of those same roads if not for the Nazis putting such a bad stamp on it, right? People now, now want to run away from those things, thankfully. But we were going down a lot of the same roads as that period developed in history. And we're doing it again with transhumanism. The Glenn Beck Program. So let me talk to you about Tommy John. You know, they've been around for 15 years. That means for the past 15 years, the world has been a whole lot more comfortable. Because when you wear Tommy John underwear, you're so comfortable, you can do everything better. I don't know what you get for a 15th anniversary. Crystal, maybe, I think. But it is, I will say, crystal clear that you deserve to be unbelievably comfortable each and every day in Tommy John. This is underwear that moves with you thanks to breathable, lightweight, moisture-wicking fabric with four times the stretch of competing brands. So it's not hard to see 
why they sold over 20 million pairs and have thousands of five-star reviews. People love Tommy John. You're going to love it too if you get some. You're going to love it. Uh, they don't have customers. They have fanatics. I'm one of them. I love this stuff. It's backed by Tommy John's best pair you'll ever wear or it's free. Guarantee is the most comfortable boxer briefs. There's just no downside. They're great. They're comfortable. Their loungewear is awesome as well. You're never going to want to wear anything else. Uh, get 20% off your first order right now at TommyJohn.com slash Beck. 20% off at TommyJohn.com slash Beck. TommyJohn.com slash Beck. Wyndham Hotels and Resorts makes travel possible for all. Whether it's the long haulers looking for a great cup of coffee, a roomier rest for the on-a-wim road trippers, or a place to make summer memories with the whole family. No matter who you are, where you're going, or why, with 24 trusted brands to choose from like La Quinta, Days Inn, and Super 8, your Wyndham is waiting. Get the lowest price at WyndhamHotels.com. Restrictions apply. Visit website for more details. Welcome to the Glenn Beck Program. Well, we've got a few things that uh, we want to talk to you about uh, today. We have Tom Fitton on with us in a few minutes. He is with Judicial Watch. The Biden administration, we now know through uh, FOIA, was involved in the raid of President Trump's Mar-a-Lago home. Now, they told us they knew nothing about it. I found that hard to believe because you would want the president of the United States to know that a former president is going to have a raid on his home. It made no sense just in decorum. Uh, however, no, no, no. It wasn't that they were notified. Wait until you hear the latest on this just broke yesterday. Also, I want to tell you the story of a 19-year-old girl that everyone, everyone should know her name when we're done. Maybe you will tell her story. Her dad is on with us in 60 seconds. Relief Factor. Reggie wrote in about his experience with Relief Factor. He says, I just started using Relief Factor only a week or so ago. I had a fair bit of pain throughout my body the past few years as things just catch up to me. I recently, it got bad enough that uh, I felt I really had to do something about it. I heard you talking about Relief Factor, so I figured, why not? Four days, four days. That's all it took for me to start feeling so much better. It is so amazing. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for writing in. Thanks for just trying it. Look, if you're in pain, it may not work for you. But 70% of the people who try it go on to order more. So just try the three-week uh, three trial pack, the quick pack. Now, here's the thing. You take it as directed. If you're not seeing any results in three weeks, stop taking it. 
But 70% of the people are seeing results. ReliefFactor.com, 800, the number four relief, 800 for relief, or ReliefFactor.com. I saw a story um, about Grace uh, Shara. It is a, um, a story about a family and a daughter, a teenage daughter, 19 years old, in Wisconsin. I want her dad to tell you her story. Scott, welcome to the program. Thanks for having me, Glenn. Uh, first of all, tell me about your daughter. Well, that's the, that's the most fun part for me. She was, she was a special gift from God. She was 19 when he took her home. She had Down syndrome. She was extremely high functioning. You know, God made her that way for one. We, we never vaccinated her for two. And my wife is extremely gifted in homeschooling and, and mm. she homeschooled Grace. And so Grace did everything. I mean, she hunted with me. She drove a car. She played violin, um, rode a horse. Just, I mean, there was nothing she didn't do. The sky was truly the limit with Grace, and and uh, you know, we we miss her, we miss her terribly. She was she was our life. Scott, when did she get sick? Well, we we tested her with a home COVID test on October first of two thousand twenty one. And we just thought she had a cold, and that test tested positive. The purpose of us testing her at that point was because we were going to go to a wedding. And if she had COVID, we didn't want to spread it at the wedding. But, you know, what, what happened next was we were uh, following the FLCCC protocol. So she was on ivermectin and vitamins, and we really didn't think anything of it. But we were also monitoring her oxygen saturation level with a pulse ox and the oxygen saturation went down to 88% on October 6th. Mm. And the protocol uh, suggested taking her to the emergency room and admitting her to the hospital if oxygen dropped below 94%. So we did that. Sure. And so that's ultimately what, what the sequence of events after that led to Grace's death. But if we would have never taken her to the hospital, um, Grace will be alive today. So when you got to the hospital, what drugs did they give her? They did a low-dose steroid for, for one. That was part of the, the COVID protocol at the time, and then oxygen. But then what happened is the drugs that killed her, they put her on a sedation med called Presidex, and that sedation med has a package insert that says to not use for more than 24 hours because if you do, it causes acute respiratory failure. Well, when Grace's last day on earth started on October 13th of 2021, she was already on this sedation med unknown to us for four full days. And if you looked at Grace's death certificate, you'll see that's the first cause of death, acute respiratory failure with hypoxemia, which is a direct cause for using the sedation drug for more than 24 hours. Why would they, they why would they use if you go in for covid, why would they use a uh, a drug like Presidex that that gives you uh, problems with with breathing and hypoxia? That's a fantastic question. You know, I can't 
know their answer to it, but through my research, I have found that there's three reasons that they do it. Number one is their their goal is to get the family or the patient to approve a ventilator because that's where the big financial gain with COVID was. So uh, you have to have a patient sedated in order to put them on a ventilator. So once the patient or their family approves it, they want to do that right away. Uh, so that's the first reason. The second reason is the classification of the room changes. So in Grace's case, she never changed rooms, nor did the care change, but the amount of money the hospital received changed because the room was classified then as ICU. And then mm-hmm. third, which maybe is the most significant reason, is if you, you know, when I was taken out by an armed guard on October 10th, if I would have just said, I've had enough, I'm taking Grace with me, they would have raised the, the it's called AMA against medical advice objection and to try to put up a screen to, to refuse me taking grace with me. So those are the three reasons that I know, but I mean, I can't know their reason. I mean, the, the records, um, yeah, it, it's when you review the records, Glenn, it, it shows a picture where they, they justify every single thing they do. Uh, you know, you asked me what other drugs. I mean, they so they combined Presidex with lorazepam and morphine. Oh, my gosh. That's what really, yeah, that's what really makes this egregious. So Presidex wasn't enough. They took lorazepam and morphine, which those three meds are contraindicated, and they injected those in Grace's body in a window of 29 minutes. And that truly is the second cause of Grace's death, even though they listed on the death certificate COVID-19 pneumonia. What was happening that they had to put those all in her body at the same time in the 30-minute period? Well, that's another fantastic question. You know, the morning started with the doctor calling my wife, Cindy, and I at home saying, Grace had such a good day yesterday. Let's work on nutrition and let's get her out of bed um, so that she can get out of here in the next several days. Let's uh, have her watching TV you know, everything was, was fine. But, you know, interestingly is while we were on the call with him, they literally took the Presidex up to the maximum allowable dose. And simultaneous with hanging up the phone, he put an illegal do not resuscitate order on Grace. So, you know, I draw my own conclusions from that if you want to hear them, but, you know, it doesn't make any sense at all. My daughter Jessica was with Grace at the time. She said how great of a day Grace had the day before, and Grace's oxygen was at 98 and 99% the entire night in spite of being sedated the night before she died. So none of this makes any sense whatsoever. How could he have put a DNR on your daughter? Only you can do that. Well, that's, of course, one of the reasons we're filing a lawsuit. You're 100% right. But, you know, you cannot, um, I mean, you know, these, these liberals operate outside of, the, outside of the law. And then you're left to sue them to get justice. And it, it's ridiculous. Why, why can't they play by the same rules that you and I are subject to? Have you had any nurses or anybody come out quietly to support you? Uh, interestingly, um, yes, but also no at the same time. I'll give you an example. About two months ago, a nurse who lives next door to a reporter who reported this story early on uh, said she had originally told the reporter this man's lying. 
and lying about the DNR order. Well, then her own dad got a DNR order put on him. And she's not only was the nurse in the hospital, but she's the power of attorney. So then she called the reporter back and said, he's not lying. This is what happened with my my dad. I talked personally with that nurse and asked her if she would come on and talk about this with me because people are dying. And she said, I'm 66 years old. I'm a year away from retirement. I don't want to jeopardize that. I mean, so this is what's happening. People are, they don't want to speak out. I, uh, I have a daughter of special needs. And um, she has changed my life. She is the best of our family. Um, people that are born um, differently abled is, is God's miracle. Um, and she, I've learned so much from her. And my, my eldest daughter, my second eldest daughter, when we took the kids to uh, Auschwitz to walk through, she couldn't stand, uh, stand it past the room where they had taken all the artificial legs and everything else. But my daughter with cerebral palsy stood there, and she looked at me and she said, Dad, they would have killed me. And I said, yes, honey, they would have. We are experiencing now euthanasia in Canada, like you've never seen, they are starting to allow children to ask for medicine to die and without uh, any kind of permission from the parents. I don't know this doctor. I don't know anything about it. But I will tell you, something isn't right here. And if we don't all stand up for life and especially those lives that too many arrogant, haughty, uh, know-it-all doctors and nurses who just look at quality of life and think, I wouldn't want to live that way. They have no quality of life. They have no idea. And those people cannot be the ones in our hospitals. And we are starting to churn them out at our universities. We are starting to um, just become a culture of death. And I don't know, honestly, Scott, I don't know how your story uh, has taken so long to get to my attention uh, or anybody else's attention. How can we help your family? There's a number of ways, and I I just want to comment because you said a mouthful there, and people do not realize it. You know, you made the reference to World War II. It wasn't until after World War II that the medical staff, the health workers that were tasked with carrying out that agenda were tried. And, you know, we're in the middle of World War III right now, and the healthcare workers are doing the same. And, you know, that's why we're filing this lawsuit is to be one of the people who are standing up to stop this. This behavior is has got to be stopped. And you, you're 100% right with the medical schools are churning out the staff to believe in this. And 
we we found a document from the Palliative Care Association of Wisconsin that is training medical people. And it says that whenever possible, decision makers for people with Down syndrome should be encouraged to use substituted judgment to make key palliative care decisions. So they want, you know, they set this up by saying there's a lifelong toll on families by having a Down syndrome child. There is a lifelong blessing Absolutely. to families. It's it's insane. This is what is being the the propaganda and the programming of medical staff is a significant piece that is literally happening live and nobody knows about it. That's why we're out speaking about this every chance that we can. You asked how can people help? Um, we set up uh, a give send go. Uh, we we have a web couple of different websites, but the website that people can follow to track Grace's story is uh, www.gracesherra.com, and you can put in your name and email address, and we're sending out regular updates to track the story. And then the website that has my research on it, uh, and also you know just hundreds of pictures and videos of Grace is ouramazinggrace.net. So I'd encourage people to to visit that website and share the story. That's how you can help because we're doing this to save lives. And the more people who become awake to what is really happening, the more lives that will be saved. We don't want Grace's death to be in vain. God is is clearly using Grace after her death, and you know, we're humbled to be part of that. Scott, I have uh, so much respect for you and your wife, and um, uh, please count me in as someone who will help you in any way uh, that uh, I can. Uh, your um, mission, and really Grace's mission, uh, is very godly, and... Uh, I think it is the number one thing that we as a nation need to face, and that is uh, the defense of life, because it is becoming all too cheap, and too many experts are being churned out that uh, remind me of old times that I thought we were never going to forget, but apparently we have. Scott, thank you so much. Thanks for having me, Glenn. You bet. Um, Grace Shara is the uh, website. That's Grace, S-C-H-A-R-A, graceshara.com. If you can, uh, go there, get the address for the Give, Send, Go. Anything that you can uh, donate will be helpful. These guys have a big fight ahead of them in Appleton, Wisconsin. Mm. Well, as we're here talking about the uh, uh, protection of life, let me tell you about preborn. You know, I talk to you about a lot of things. I talk to you about a lot of scary things. And most people are worried about the economy and everything else. I am not. I haven't said this to you this plainly. 
But if we don't change course, we are going to be a scourge to humanity and to the planet. We are going in very dark places. And saving every life possible is not just important because it's life. I don't think that we could do anything in our life that will be more important than saving those who are in dire straits that people are trying to kill, whether that is doctors or whether that is so-called doctors at abortion clinics. We have to change people's hearts. We'll never shout this down. So the Ministry of Preborn believes in responding with love and compassion and free ultrasounds, and they meet moms with unplanned pregnancies right where they're at. Most of these people, they don't know what to do, and they feel very alone, and they feel trapped. Well, you're not, if you happen to be listening, and that's how you feel. You're not. When you hear the heartbeat of the child that you have growing inside of you, it is life-changing. If you would, could I ask you to give $28 for an ultrasound? Uh, because that will pay for it for people that don't have the money to do it. Every tax-deductible donation, big and small, helps save babies. I want you to dial pound 250, say the keyword baby. That's pound 250. Keyword baby, or go to preborn.com slash back. Preborn.com slash back. 10 seconds, station ID. I, uh, I hope you're planning on attending with your family, if you can, uh, the museum that we are putting on. Uh, there is a part of it that I, I think will change lives. Um, and I, I so want you to see it, and it's kind of in regards to this. You can get your tickets. The museum first time on the road is going to be in St. George, Utah, the week before and the week of July 4th. Go to unitedwepledge.org and get your tickets. Unitedwepledge.org slash tickets. Make sure you reserve your space. The tickets are going fast. The Glenn Beck Program. Wouldn't you... uh, Wouldn't you give somebody you love and care for food that has the best nutritional value? I think we try to do that with our dogs, but we buy into so much advertising that we don't know what's up and what's down. For instance, kibble food. Did you know that kibble food, everything that's good for your dog has been cooked out of it? It all has to be sterilized. So imagine uh, living your life on basically a McDonald's hamburger that never molds. If you put it up in on the uh, windowsill, that's kibble food. That's what we've been giving our dogs. Now, kibble food can be okay if you put the supplements with it, the vitamins, minerals, the probiotics, the antioxidants, all the things that have been cooked out of it. It's Rough Greens. Try it for your dog. Get your first bag free at roughgreens.com slash back. Roughgreens.com slash back. All you pay for is shipping. R-U-F-F-Greens.com slash Beck. 
Call them now and get your first bag free at 833-GLEN33. Tonight, it's Studios America and Glenn TV back-to-back. Don't miss it. BlazeTV.com slash Glenn. Promo code is STANDUP to save 20 bucks. I'm just looking at the um, the website here about Grace, who had uh, Down syndrome, and uh, it appears appears as though the doctors pretty much just killed her um, by the prescriptions that they did. And, you know, I don't know, so I don't want to make those charges. I just know something's not right here. And uh, and this, you know, we, we heard doctors during COVID say, why should we even treat people with COVID if they didn't get the vaccine? We shouldn't even treat them. They're not worthy of being treated. Um, the uh, Give, Send, Go, just go to Give, Send, Go and, uh, and search for The Sky's the Limit. The Sky's the Limit. They're, they're trying to raise $100,000. They're at $22,000 right now. And I, I know this audience could do that. If this touches your heart, um, they really need to have the best attorneys uh, possible and get down to the truth of what is happening and uh these hospitals cannot change dnrs they don't have the right to do that um and we have to be we have to be strong on this or we're in real real trouble i uh i had my producers reach out to tom fitton uh today because there's a story about the Biden administration and how it was involved in the raid of President Trump's Mar-a-Lago home, despite claiming that they weren't involved. Uh, And I know that uh, Tom will be able to give us the ins and outs of this, because as I understand it, uh, it is um, much worse than them just lying to America. But I, I don't know if I understand it. Tom, how are you, sir? I'm doing well, Glenn. Good to be with you again. Happy Thank you. Easter. Thank you. Happy Easter to you. So, so Tom, tell us the story of of what is is happening. What the um, what the uh, FOIA documents are telling us. Well, the National Archives have been releasing records in about once a month, uh, but withholding about ninety percent of the records they actually have about the raid on Trump and the attack on Trump over these records issues. And that's because of a judicial watch lawsuit. And our friends over at American first legal was looking at these documents too, because they had also asked for them. They hadn't sued yet though. Um, and I said, well, here's further confirmation that the Biden white house was instrumental in moving this case along. And it's the documents are further confirmation because there've been reports on this earlier that, you know, the only way this whole, um, uh, investigation, uh, which ultimately resulted in a raid on Trump's home, could have proceeded was with the acquiescence or and intervention by the Biden White House. And specifically, there was a dispute between Trump and the National Archives and the Justice Department. Well, who had the right to review these records? And Trump said, you know, the archives, you just can't send them over to the Justice Department without the President Trump's permission. They're his records. He has authority over them. And the Biden White House said, no, that's not correct. 
uh, we're going to order their release. So that was like the key trigger that allowed the Justice Department to get into these records and start creating this fake criminal um, uh, uh, noise around it uh, that resulted in the raid. And by the way, the raid was objected to by the FBI. And according to other reports, since, you know, you know, it's been kind of buried in the last few months, uh, it would never have happened. But for the Justice Department, Biden political appointee intervening and making it happen over the objections of the FBI. Okay. So the FBI is running away from this. We have further confirmation that the Biden White House was instrumental in key parts of this investigation to keep it going against Trump. And what does this all mean? We're all looking into New York as, oh, that's a terrible, abusive, harassing prosecution of Trump. Well, it's going on down here because there's a special counsel who's who's trying to jail Trump or thinking of ways to try to jail Trump based on this whole mess that I'm talking about. Okay, so the the archives, I guess, asked for a special access request or was that the DOJ and what is a special access request for the White House? They needed records. They needed to access the records of Trump. And they call it a special access request. And that's not supposed to happen unless it is directly related to something in the White House daily agenda or something like that, right? Yes, but, you know, in the end, though, it's the president who gets to make the decision because they're seen as presidential records and the current president under the current rules that were changed, by the way, by Obama, if I recall correctly, uh, he has, you know, he has ultimate authority is to decide whether the White House, quote, needs to see them or in this case, his Justice Department needs to see them. So that's the argument they're going to use to push back. We had reason to believe these there were records there. Uh, that were classified and were at his home and shouldn't have been. And we need to figure out what went on. And so that's that's the debate. But, you know, they would tell you this was all just, you know, civil servants just doing their due diligence. No, this was they needed the intervention of the Biden White House to escalate this unprecedented dispute in a way that brought in uh, criminal investigators. Well, they 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 said at the time that Joe Biden found out when the rest of America found out. I mean, they have lied about this over and over again. If it was no big deal and they really were concerned, why didn't they say, yeah, it was a special uh, a special request because we thought there was something damaging in there? Yeah, you know, and, and of course, his White House counsel would have had to approve this or the top folks in the White House. And, and let me just to, just to make a hopefully more clear to your listeners until the white house did this this was an administrative dispute between the archives and trump trump said you know these are my you know here are the records the archive says we got them and then you know they were battling back and forth as to what was in them and what should be reviewed by the justice department and the biden white house intervened to allow a criminal investigation of trump by the justice department it wouldn't have happened but for White House intervention. And now we have further confirmation with these FOIA documents that, yeah, the archives said, you know, the White House wanted this special access, as we we're talking about earlier. Special access means we want the feds to go after Trump. 
So one other thing on this. Isn't this exactly what the Democrats accused Donald Trump of doing? But there wasn't any evidence in that perfect phone call uh, where Trump calls Zelensky. They accused him of trying to dig up dirt using his power as president to dig up dirt on somebody that was going to be uh, running against him in the next election. And that was the big scandal. But here we have it. We have the actual evidence. The smoking gun is here. Isn't it the same exact same thing that they accused Trump of doing? Yeah, it, it's it's smoking guns because this has previously been known. We have archives confirmation of the White House involvement in escalating this case to a criminal case and a criminal inquiry and an intelligence investigation. Uh, it's rather extraordinary. I mean, has this ever happened with any other presidents in the past? No, no of course not, because as Judicial Watch found, to its chagrin 10 years ago when we asked for Clinton's sock drawer t- tapes that Clinton was keeping in his sock drawer of his presidential activities, everyone just deferred to the former president. The Justice Department went into court and said, if they have records after they leave office, we presume them to be personal. Hmm. They did a 180 to go after Trump. It's, it, I'll tell you, if it's not going to be Bragg, it's going to be this Justice Department or it's going to be Fulton County. It's all part of the same piece, which is novel applications of the law that have never been used before to target Trump. And this is what this whole records dispute is about. So, Tom, we have them doing this everywhere, everywhere. Um, Merrick uh, Garland, he was he was talking about this under oath in Congress. He lied about all of this. He's lied over and over and over again, and it's verifiable. And yet. Nothing happens. What do we do to get our rule of law back? Well, you know, that's the challenge, Glenn. And, and, and I would submit that Congress can shut it all down by leveraging um, restrictions on the abuses and spending money to abuse Trump and other innocents through the debt negotiations. You know, what, what, is the, what, what are we using this debt fight to, to fight about? Right. Fiscal fiscal spending. Well, that's important. But, you know, we could have a balanced budget. But if we're all being thrown in jail for political reasons, it's not going to do us much good in terms of having a Republican form of government. To me, there's urgency in shutting down this politicization, this turning our Justice Department and justice system into the American equivalent of the KGB. We can't have it. And do you see the movement on Capitol Hill taking this seriously enough to be able to win that budget argument? Well, I see Jordan obviously taking some steps to put pressure on Bragg, but this is, as we are talking about, it's a Justice Department FBI issue as well. And I'm not, I'm not seeing, maybe you are, no, um, but I haven't heard much noise from the Hill about what they want from the debt negotiations other than some fiscal fiscal restraint which is good as far as it goes uh it may be necessary but it's far from sufficient given the current crisis yeah um thank you so much tom i appreciate it i i I really um uh look to you for guidance on things like this you have tons of credibility as does judicial watch so thank you for all you're doing tom appreciate it judicialwatch.org 
All right. I want to talk to you a little bit about your shooting skills. If you are a shooter, um, you need to keep up your skills because they are perishable. I want to talk to you about Mantis X because Mantis X isn't just point and shoot at a target. That is important. But if you could have a Marine gun instructor sitting next to you and giving you advice on every single shot, and that advice was solid because he could show you what your hand was doing uh, when you pulled each trigger pull, uh, that would be fantastic, right? That's what Mantis X is. Mantis X is a uh, program and a device you put on the end of your gun, and you don't have to have a target that you're shooting at. You can drive fire or you can live fire as well, and it will record exactly what's happening in real time and show it on the screen. You put your iPhone or your, your iPad there. It will show what your hand is doing as you pull the trigger. You get better so fast because it shows you. No, it's that's not what you were doing. What you actually were doing was this. It'll give you instant feedback and 94% of the shooters improve within 20 minutes. I know I did and I'm a pretty good shot. Mantis X. It's like having a firearms instructor right in your front pocket. Start improving today. Get yours now at mantisx.com. That's mantisx.com. Join the conversation. 888-727-BECK. The Glenn Beck Program. Hello and welcome to the uh, program. Um, there is um, there's an article uh, at uh, Geopolitical Futures, uh, and it's by George Friedman. Now, George is the guy who was at Strat4. Uh, he's a deep, deep thinker and has been very, very um, uh, clairvoyant on everything, but has been positive. He just uh, released this, The American Crisis Intensifies. Uh, he, I'm just going to give you the last uh, part of this. This leads me to conclude that the model I used in the storm before the calm has to be slightly modified. The transition points in political life had since America's founding been 50-year cycles, 80 years for institutional shifts. The pivotal moment has, uh, uh, has been the election of a president. I assume this cycle would be part of the same and therefore that the last presidential election before the end of the decade would be the pivot point. I should emphasize that while presidents are important, they are not the driving force of history. The driving force is the patterns of division built around social, economic and institutional issues. It is the major division and massive dysfunction that forces a fundamental shift on all levels. One president presides over this shift, leaving the new president with the credit. I do not believe the situation will hold beyond the coming election. The brutal social issues from race to gender to guns create a public division that affects the functioning of government. Uh, relations within the political system at all levels are increasingly venomous. The financial system has left an economic crisis. 
as forecast, the technological system will soon become increasingly inefficient and the public appetite for its goods will be in decline. The financial system portends economic decline that will breed increasingly desperate and simplistic solutions, drawing further capital out of the financial system. For the first time in history, the institutional cycle and the social cycle will coincide. While wars tend not to influence domestic cycles, the impact of the Ukraine war will likely be magnified. The current political system cannot manage this situation. A solution must emerge now to be presided by over the next president. It is impossible to explain all of the details of systematic failure or the need for a new political order. At this point, the only thing that can be said is that we are headed into failure and the new president filling everyone with joyous hope will oversee what must be done. But what must be done remains murky, taking its bearing only from the breadth and seriousness of the failure. This is the conversation all of America should be happening, having right now. We should be sober adults that talk to one another and say, this is impassable. Where do we go from here? What do we have to do? Let's go back to basics. Can we do it, America? The Glenn Beck Program. Welcome to the uh, Glenn Beck program. The Department of Education has just announced a new rule that will prohibit schools from banning men and boys from playing in women's and girls sports. If this gets codified into law, it is the end of women's sports. You will always be number two. If there's only one guy on the team, maybe you're number three, number four, number seven. Uh, this is a direct assault on our children and on women. States like Montana and Kansas and Georgia and West Virginia have already banned men in women's sports or are expected to do so. Where is this issue and what do we need to focus on right now so our children can grow up and our girls have a chance of competing. Can't believe it's conservatives that are leading the way on this one. We go there in 60 seconds. You know that loan company, Title Max? You know, you know when you get a loan from them, you kind of have to give them a lot of personal information, names, birth date, social security numbers, driver's license, stuff like that. Yeah, well, uh, apparently the uh, parent company just uh, revealed Ah, um, we had a little data breach going on. 
5 million people's information just out the door. Everything we do is online. And if it wasn't this time, it's going to happen to you eventually. It's going to happen to all of us. You can get 25% off your subscription to LifeLock right now, which is the top of the line in cybersecurity. They have preventative measures to keep you safe. And because nobody can watch over everything, they have access to a restoration team if you do end up having your information hacked into. That's, to me, where the rubber meets the road. It's LifeLock by Norton. Join now. Save up to 25% off your first year with the promo code BECK. Promo code BECK. 1-800-LIFELOCK. 1-800-LIFELOCK. Or head to lifelock.com. Use the promo code BECK and save. Uh, we have uh, Angela Morabito uh, on with us. Uh, she is um, a former U.S. Deputy of Education Press Secretary. She was under one of my favorite uh, Department of Education secretaries of, of all time. Uh, she's also Independent Women's Forum Visiting Fellow and Defense of Freedom Institute spokesperson. Angela, how are you? I'm doing well, Glenn. It's great to be with you. Thank you. So, Angela, you were um, you were in uh, the Department of Ed while you and Betsy DeVos and President Trump uh, protected uh, women and men from the abuse of Title IX. And now Title IX is just being dismantled. That's right. For 50, almost 51 years, Title IX has stood to protect the rights of all students to receive an education free from discrimination on the basis of sex. The law could not be clearer, and yet we are seeing the Biden administration brazenly trying to weaponize this law. And instead of using it to protect women, they are using it to cut off opportunities from us by pretending that the word sex somehow means gender identity. It is this out-of-left-field progressive word game that sacrifices the rights of women and girls in favor of the far-left progressive fringe. Have you seen any studies on where the American people are on this? I, I have to believe they are way out of step with the American people. Anybody who has a daughter knows this is insanity. Totally. And I've seen actually quite a few polls and studies on this. And you're exactly right, Glenn. The American people, no matter how they vote, where they live, who they are, they don't want this to happen. You don't have to be a biologist to know what a woman is. You don't have to be a conservative or a Republican to realize that men and women are different. And it's totally unfair to place women at this permanent disadvantage. Oh, it, now, I have to, oh, I'm sorry. No, I, I was just going to say, you'll never. I mean, women will rarely get the top spot in sports. So, I mean, it'd be like, OK, yeah, well, ooh, what a surprise. The guy was number one. I guess I'm number two. I mean, it's just, it's insane. It's insane. Exactly. And I think the Biden administration is well aware of just how unpopular this move is to decimate women's sports. I honestly think that they are expecting the public to not read the fine print, to either not notice or not care. And I know, Glenn, that the folks who listen to your show are going to see right through that. And this is the time to do it because the public has a chance to put a stop to this. Uh, the Defense of Freedom Institute is going to have a portal uh, that's going to allow people to make their voices heard to the federal government during the public comment period. 
And I know sometimes asking people to comment on the Internet can feel like you're shouting into the void. But this is really, really different because by law, the Department of Education has to address every single comment it receives. So these comments matter. And I fully expect the department to have a tidal wave of people telling them that they don't want this rule. Now, this is really interesting because they're they're putting in the the rule and they they have to, by law, have a uh, public comment period. It's usually 60 days. They cut that in half. You got 30 days to comment on this and then we're shutting it down. They sure did, and they haven't really given a great reason for that. Uh, Glenn, a constant theme with this rule is that the Department of Education is putting the burden on the wrong people. The burden should be on the federal government to prove to us why this rule has any merit, which it doesn't. The burden shouldn't be on us to scramble in half the usual time to tell them why this rule is wrong. And when you look inside the rule, they actually place the burden on schools to say, if you are going to tell a trans athlete they can't compete in anything in line with their gender identity, the school must prove that it is minimizing harm. Now, not minimizing harm to the women who are now forced to compete for second place, not minimizing harm to parents who don't want their girls to change clothes in a locker room next to a biological man. They mean minimizing harm to transgender students. It's just offensive at every level. So you work with the Defense of Freedom Institute, and uh, that's DFIPolicy.org. You have a portal there for, to, to leave comments. What do you want people to say? What should they say? Do you have to make a case for it? Do you just say, I'm really against this? What, what, is, what happens? What do you need? We want to hear from as many diverse voices as possible. This could be anyone from saying, I'm a coach and it's unsafe for me to have female athletes on a field with men. This could be teachers saying, I don't want to put my female students in in this position when they go to gym class. This could be very, very many parents saying, I don't want this for my daughter. Um, I, I don't want anyone to think that this has to be some like huge writing project. Your story is more than enough, and we will help you um, get informed about this and, and, and make the case to the federal government that all of us together don't want to see the end of women's sports. Uh, when does this, uh, when's the cutoff day? So we'll have 30 days from the publication of the rule, which will be uh, the rule will be published on April 13th. So we will have into early and mid-May to to make our voices heard and to let the federal government know it can't be getting away with this. Okay, and if it does, does it have to go to Congress or is this just another one of those administrative state things where they just change the meaning and go their own way? It is an administrative state thing for Gosh. sure. I think if this right, if this went through Congress, there's no way it would pass because Republican, Democrat, or, or something else entirely, people know their constituents don't want this. So of course, just like with student loans, the Biden administration is going to circumvent Congress, t- try to create law out of thin air. Um, it, it's ridiculous, and I have a, a feeling, a strong feeling that this is just the start of what will become tons of litigation about whether or not this rule is legal. Because the federal government, the Department of Education, has no authority to redefine sex in the law. So um, the states, there's 20 of them. There may be more by the time this goes in. There are at least 20 states that have a blanket blanket ban. You just know 
is the ban. No, you can't do this. What happens if this goes through? The, those all those laws passed by the individual states have to be told now by the government that they do have to let men and boys into the locker room and on the team. That's right. If this rule gets codified into law in its current form, all of those states that have taken a stand for the rights of women and girls will find their state laws running afoul of federal law. And with Title IX, that's, that's a huge deal because it means the Department of Ed could yank all of their federal education funding away. It's students who would be punished because adults took a stand for their rights. Uh, but but I've, I've spoken with a, some state attorneys general and, and folks in this world who are not going to let this rule happen without a fight. Um, this is this is really only just beginning. And I can tell you, this honestly started on day one of the Biden administration when he signed an executive order in support of transgender people that didn't really care about the rights of anyone else. We knew this was coming, and that's why the Defense of Freedom Institute led a coalition of 28 groups on a letter to Secretary Cardona months ago saying nobody wants this rule that would end women's sports. He didn't listen then, but he's going to have to listen now when there is a tidal wave of public comments and litigation against this rule. Angela, again, thank you for everything that you uh, you have done and are currently doing. Uh, we need uh, people like DFI um, to, to uh, get this thing under control. Thank you for being in the fight. God bless you. It is my honor. Thank you so much, Glenn. You bet. It's dfipolicy.org. Um, you know, every day I feel like I give you several options um, on things that you can get involved in and, and help. I try to make sure that when we're putting the show together, I'm not just giving you the problem. I'm also showing you a way where you can serve. If you, You've got to find something that you're passionate about. There's got to be something that you're passionate about. I, I am very passionate about saving those uh, who uh, are not going to have a life worth living. Uh, and that could be a human being of any age. I am passionate about uh, making sure that our doctors first do no harm. We are so dangerously close to changing the culture of our of our medicine and our medical officials that you don't really even matter. What are you passionate about? If you are passionate about this uh, in our schools, that your daughter shouldn't have to compete. Did you see the video of the um, of the guy who was just let in for the London Ballet, I think it is. I can't remember what the official ballet thing is over in London. Have you seen <laughs> I this? I definitely know the video you're talking about, yes. Yeah, okay. Play it if you happen to be watching the, the blaze. Okay. This guy is uh, this guy's in a leotard and he is jumping around and I have to tell you That's one way to describe it, yes. Okay. I mean, he's better than I would be. Yes. I, he's I, I better agree, than I would I be. But this is one of the most exclusive uh, uh, ballet troops in the world. And they're putting this guy in there who, quite honestly, if I were the other guy dancing, please don't make me lift him. 
please don't please don't make me lift him he's huge he's huge and and someone has put together a video too of someone an actual ballerina doing the same exact dance to the same exact music yeah and, and it's, it's embarrassing it's embarrassing I mean, the, the difference is really really noticeable so are you telling me that a girl who has practiced her whole life or a boy going in as a boy the whole life they've missed that spot because that guy's in yeah oh yeah here's the side by side if you're watching on blaze I tv mean, there is grace and beauty one of the best mm. things my daughter ever did uh, was take ballet because she just moves differently. She's just very, very graceful. Um, it's a it's a great thing just to be involved in a small level. But if you're going to compete, that's who you're competing against. Really, is that empowering women? Is that helping women? I mean, they've helped men enough. Thank you. You've destroyed our sons. Now you're going to destroy our girls too. I will say you, you did say that in at least most sports, men would dominate. There are some exceptions to this, uh, this at least is, as far as dance is, goes. Yeah, <laughs> this is no, one of them. No. no. No guy is going well, to compete with that, I don't think. Uh, what was his name? Uh, all I can think of is Brezhnev, but he definitely was not into ballet. The guy from uh, during the Belitnikov. 80s. He, what's his name? I don't know. Blitnikov? Is it? Something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. I can't remember it. But he was huge. And he was a ballet dancer. Yeah, he was there are great. Guy, bina- b- uh, right, ballerina. This guy's not <laughs> ballet dancers. One of them. No, the and and like there's just certain things that I think women do look much better at doing. And ball- well, ballet is one of them. Being I, a good <laughs> heavens, get that guy a tutu because I don't want to see that thing uh, anymore hanging out. Anyway, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, but like this is what you're talking about with uh, in in some ways with Riley Gaines, right? Where now that's a that's not a grace is not an issue when it comes to swimming per se. It's ju- you're judged on time. But here's someone who actually did match the time of a of a biological man, right? And still. Did not get first place out of it because they wanted a picture of six foot eight Leah Thomas next Correct. to these two women who are, you know, five, seven. Wait until you hear the interview I did with Riley. She she talks about what happened to her over the weekend. And I asked her about Leah Thomas. Mm. What do you has he ever said anything to you? Has yeah. there ever been any grace, you know, at all about that? Yeah. yeah. Wait until you hear her mm. answer. That's tonight at nine on my Wednesday night special only on Blaze TV. At 9 o'clock, we're going to show you what this is really all about. Tonight, 9 o'clock on Blaze TV. Please become a Blaze TV subscriber. Um, you can do it by going to blazetv.com. Use the promo code STANDUP for 20, uh, 20% off right now. blazetv.com slash Glenn. The promo code is STANDUP. And we're going to be doing Studios America, by the way. Well, I don't know if we'll have time to get to this today on radio, but the Biden administration is basically trying to destroy the automobile industry. Oh, my gosh. With all sorts of new restrictions. We're going to get into the details on those. It's, it's amazing. Yeah. Maybe we get a little highlight here in a minute. Uh, let me tell you about uh, Car Shield. Whether across hundreds of miles or just to go to the grocery store and back, you rely on your car to get around safely and efficiently. Well, when your car has problems, the last thing you need to be worried about is how you're going to afford fixing it or, you know, who's going to be the person doing it. 
This is why CarShield is here. CarShield offers affordable protection plans that fit every budget. They cover more parts than ever before. And you're going to want them when the time comes to cover those costly repairs. You also can count on CarShield to take care of you when your car breaks down and you're stuck on the side of the road. Because every protection plan includes coast-to-coast roadside assistance and rental car options, trip reimbursement, all at no extra cost. Lock in your price today and it will never go up. CarShield, dedicated to protecting what you drive. Get coverage like I have with CarShield at 800-227-6100. That's 800-227-6100. CarShield.com slash Beck. 20% savings today. 10 seconds, station ID. The EPA is coming out with some onerous, some of the worst uh, rulings for cars of all time. They they even admit it might put some car companies out of business. Yeah, and then they they guise it by saying, "Oh, well, we look, we we want to see the market, you know, really make these changes." This is not the market making these changes. Nope. They want to push toward electric cars. We've all known that for a long time. They are using their authority under the Clean Air Act, which is basically godlike authority it in is. their minds. They can do anything they want as long as mm-hmm. you can justify clean air or water as mm-hmm. relates to it. And, you know, Obama had a version of this back in the day where they tried to push people toward hybrids and lighter cars, which every analysis showed caused tens of thousands of deaths on the roads. I mean, that's already been established. This is a little bit different. It's going to electric cars now. And they are going to put all sorts of tailpipe pollution limits on cars and trucks. They will try to get 67% of new light duty passenger vehicles. That means sedans, uh, pickup trucks, um, all that to be all electric by 2032. 46% of medium duty trucks like delivery vans, all electric. And I think it's 25% of, of heavy trucks like, you know, we're talking now they're going to try to electrify the trucks that get food to your grocery stores. Oh, that's really good. Um, that's going to be... Now, the good thing is a lot of them burn up, so they might already be sautéed in advance. <laughs> right. So you don't have to worry On about that. On the side of the road, home. we can all have a barbecue. <laughs> Great. Um, this is... I mean, they are massively restrictive. Now, of course, a lot of... The only thing that makes it even possible for these car companies to do this is they've seen this coming and have been threatened by it so for so long. Many of them have already announced changes that could result in this type of percentage because they've been saying well we're not going to make them anymore come 2030 you've talked about that a million times i know but these restrictions push them even farther and more than that lock it in so that the market can't reverse this if the people say you know what, we don't want these electric cars like they're saying now i mean it's only a few percent of cars wait until you can't get the electricity we have brownouts because mm-hmm. everybody has their car plugged in and there's not enough electricity. And there's no way for them to reverse this. No way this, to reverse. situation. These, these, these are saboteurs. This administration, it, they are saboteurs. They're destroying us intentionally. The Glenn Beck Program. I want to talk to you about uh, Goldline. Right now, they have a special on gold, the uh, historic older gold American coins. Um, and Goldline 
is introducing people to real money, actual currency, by giving you one free ounce copper Mayflower round with every historic $5 gold coin that you acquire. $5 Indians and Liberty coins sold in tubes, boxes of 20 each. So call Goldline today. Find out how to take advantage of this special. I just saw the price of gold today, or at least when I got on the air, was $2,037. That's remarkable. That's a big swing in the last couple of weeks. Silver is still very reasonable, but rumors are that silver is also going to go up. I think it will just because, I mean, how are you going to break a $5,000 coin of gold? You need some silver. Um, Please ask them about gold and silver at Goldline. Do it now. Find out if it's right for you. Do your homework. 866-GOLDLINE. 866-GOLDLINE or goldline.com. And you get Studios America and Glenn TV. Tonight at blazetv.com slash Glenn. Use the promo code to stand up to save 20 bucks. This is the Glenn Beck program. Well, the Pentagon now says it is treason. The leaks are treasonous. Um, which I imagine now means that they think that it is an inside job. We were told, you know, as the press, we're not supposed to talk about it. They have no place anywhere. Um, I'm sorry. I, 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 I mean, I usually would play by those rules, but uh, I think there are too many questions to be asked. Um, and I I no longer trust the U.S. government as my pal. Um, and uh, I think the people have a right to know there are far too many secrets uh, in Washington, D.C. What are your thoughts on the on what happened here? Like, do you have a theory as to who leaked this, who was motivated to do it, what the motivation was? So I do. Um I know we've talked about it and, you know, you have a couple of ideas and, and express those before I tell you uh, mine. Yeah, a couple of ideas. One, an insider, right? Someone from inside the military who does not like what we're doing in Ukraine mm-hmm. and wants to shine light on some of the mistruths. <laughs> like, you know, for example, that Ukraine's about to just win this thing. It could happen any day. Right. And there was a lot of the stuff in the documents that kind of insinuated maybe that's not happening. Correct. Um, so, Well, the latest is also that we have special forces on the ground and have had them. Right. And we all know that. We just don't say those things out loud. But that shouldn't be a surprise. That's not going to convince anybody in Washington, D.C., because the Republicans seem to be all for this. The Democrats are celebrating every time we, you know, fire or send a bullet over to uh, to Ukraine. So. Is that I mean, how would that fit with that theory? Yeah, I mean, I think it's just one person who, you know, like a a whistleblower of sorts that does not agree with the way we're normally handling this and trying to put pressure to gain pressure from the public to try to stop them from doing what they're doing and maybe start telling more truth. Um, these are just theories that I've yeah. you know, I've heard people throw out there, and I don't know which one is right. But another one is 
um, you know, you, you have countries like Egypt, which are rumored to be selling arms to Russia. Uh, uh, there's a good set of countries that don't fall in the neat pile of enemies or allies mm-hmm. that uh, are on the fence as to which way they're going to go, who they're going to be helping, if they're going to try to take advantage of this for money and power, et cetera, et cetera. And the idea being that we leak this to increase public pressure against those countries and to give us an excuse. Because if we go to Egypt and we say, hey, we heard you might be doing this, they'll just deny it, right? But if we have, if this is out there and it's being widely discussed, it gives us more of a, of a pathway to say to them, Everyone's, everyone knows what you're doing here. You need to stop doing this and we're going to put more external pressure on you rather than sort of the subtle stuff that we had been doing before. Make this effort more more overt okay so let me let me take that one here um why wouldn't egypt say "Uh uh-huh and we know what you're doing i mean you have to be before you start pointing fingers uh at people you have to be kind of clean and uh i don't think we're even kind of clean i don't think we've had a bath in a hundred years uh, so that one, I find it hard to believe. Um, and you have, you have countries now in the five eyes, Australia just came out and said, I don't know if we can trust the United States anymore because this is, th- this is a big deal that these secrets are coming out. I don't know if we can share any information with the United States. That's huge 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 because okay. some of the documents outlined our efforts to to spy on our enemies or excuse me on our, our friends allies. yeah yeah and but i mean I, they all know that that's going on at some level it's different than than when you have it in writing yeah okay so can i start at a different place let me take you to january 6th we just found out there's new evidence this week just it's just piling up that the FBI, Department of Homeland Security and the Capitol Police had people embedded in the crowd dressed as Trump supporters that were inciting the crowd. OK. Now. If I would have looked at this story five years ago, 10 years ago, I would have said that's not true. And the FBI would have had people in the crowd to make sure that things went well and not badly to make sure they're getting the bad guys. But I no longer believe that. Do you? What is the motivation of the FBI, Department of Homeland Security, the Capitol Police? Is is the motivation of those agencies to really root out the bad guys and do the right thing for the Constitution? I don't think so. Everything about this administration is about destruction, destroying everything. And as we just said about cars, destroying the way back. Look at what we're doing with our power. You are now paying because of the Inflation Reduction Act. You are now paying energy companies that will promise to get off coal 100% of their profits for the next 10 years. Plus, we'll give them all kinds of subsidies to build a new 
hydrogen or wind power plant. But they don't get any of that unless they stop the coal burning and dismantle or destroy the power plant. Wait, what? It's the same thing with cars that are just doing an EPA. They are blocking the exits. You cannot be as destructive to your own country as this administration is without having a different agenda. So when I look at the whistleblower, I look at it and say, those are things that I would normally go to. But I think we should also consider, I don't, I'm not saying this is right, but I think we should also consider that this is a administration friendly that sees a chance to destroy even more our relationship with allies, to sow even more discord, to, to sow even more chaos in the world. I mean, I've talked to military guys and they're like, okay, so I believe these are right, but why would they doctor just a few things? I don't know. Neither do they doesn't make sense now a, a logical explanation could come out and it might be russia it might it might be a million things but i think i i'm more inclined at this point in my life to uh first look at us everybody put your hands on the table let me see whose hands anybody got any dirt on their hands at all any blood on their hands? What is your true intention? Are you working to protect and defend the Constitution? Or are you looking to overthrow or get control of this country despite the Constitution? I think we should start considering that our government has a different goal than what its citizens have. Mm. All right. Uh, not that I have anything against bugs, but uh, I'm not going to eat them. Okay. I don't, I'm sorry. I am not going to, for some reason. I don't like them. And what really irritates me is the World Economic Forum. Uh, I'm sorry. I, I mean, I got to be me, you know, uh, the World Economic Forum wants you to eat them. And they're saying this is crazy, but it's not. They are already funding cricket plants, okay? Giant plants that are growing crickets so they can serve them to you as food. It's crazy. Give me a big old steak, please. That's what I'd like. And I'd like one that doesn't have any of your genetic modifications, none of your, your COVID mRNA in it. I want something that's grown in America, so I'm supporting our farmers and that I know it's really high quality. And I'd like to lock in my price. Right now, you can do this with GoodRanchers.com. GoodRanchers.com. You're going to get free bacon for a year. I mean, I can't say no. A pound and a half every month. That's a $240 value. You'll get it free just for joining. Plus, you'll lock in your price. That, you're not going to get that from anybody talking about meat goodranchers.com use the promo code back $20 off your box get free bacon great meat a secure price 
and a bonus $20 off at GoodRanchers.com if you use the promo code BECK when you subscribe. GoodRanchers.com. Promo code BECK. American meat delivered. The Glenn Beck Program. Welcome to the uh, Glenn Beck program. Uh, if you missed any part of the show today, make sure you get it at uh, wherever you get your your podcast. You can get it, of course, at Blaze TV um, and uh, and join us. We really would love your support at Blaze TV. Um, there's a couple of things that I want to uh, I want to tell you about. First, let me play. I played this earlier. Here's the um, this is the TikToker. This is an adult. And because if you're listening on radio or your podcast, uh, you can't see the video I'll show on Blaze TV. But it's a guy with a beard with hoop earrings. I think he's wearing a jumper. And he has blue and red hair. So you immediately take him seriously. Listen to this insanity Y'all really want to try to say there aren't trans kids? Let me tell you what there aren't. There aren't cis kids. Okay, you telling your child, oh, you're a boy, you're a girl. This is a child. This is a free spirit that has not learned any of that bullshit until you force it on them. So cisness is the wound. Cisness is the delusion. Cisness is the lie. Cisness is the place of pain. Transness is the healing. Transness is the growth. Transness is the truth. Transness is what we actually are. We are fluid. We are 70% water. We are God. God is change. God is trans. We are trans. You are forcing your kids to be boys and girls. We're saying, be whatever you are, baby. Be free. Be water. Be light. Be sky. Be God. Because guess what? That's what we actually are. What we actually are is trans, is change, is love. We're not the ones doing the forcing. And see God chiming just on time. Wow. Wow. That's a mental illness. Okay? It's a mental illness. And quite honestly, it is a mental illness in much of society, anyone who watches that and goes, you know, he's making a good point. You're mentally ill. You are. You're mentally ill. There is no cisgender. So, in other words, there's no boys that are born boys, no girls that are born girls. They only learn it from the parents, and then they live under that oppression. You know, at least in the 1960s, some of the hippies made sense. You know, some are like peace and love and no war. I, they're, they're not, you know, living in the real world, but it's a nice idea. We should be striving for that. You're right. You make sense. Now, the ones who wanted communism, they make no sense. This is so far beyond any kind of reason. How is this happening in America? Well, as you will learn from uh, Riley Gaines tonight on my Wednesday night program, they are, they are getting you to shut up two ways. One, it's a conspiracy theory. 
you know, this isn't happening. Those all the books that are being pulled off, that's that those books should be in every library. And I mean, you're American. We, we don't burn books in America. Right. That's the that's the angle they take. Meanwhile, they're taking other books and they're just changing them. So it's it, I think that's worse than destroying them. You're changing them to mean different things and to point to different meanings than the author had. So you're just morphing and we lose even more of our humanity and more of our story because that book, I swear to you, didn't say that before. Well, it does now. What are you crazy? Why is this happening? Tonight, I'm going to show you the violence is going to get worse, and it's going to get worse from, worse from the left because they're now fully unhinged. They now have no restrictions. When you can do what you did to Riley Gaines and then have the, uh, the administrator come out and say, good for you for this non, nonviolent protest, they were negotiating for her release. If she wants to go home alive, she should have to pay. That's what they were doing. And the school administration, which was there, standing there at the negotiation, he says this was good. It's only going to get worse. It's going to get worse before it gets better. Tonight, I'm going to show you why it's happening. This is a top-down, bottom-up, inside-out strategy. This is the top-down and we've talked about this for years. When it happens, the top will come down, the the uh, bottom will rise up, those are the activists, will rise up and turn everything inside out. That's the point we're at tonight. Make sure you're watching our Blaze TV Wednesday night special tonight at 9 p.m., 9.30, on my YouTube channel, youtube.com slash Beck. Tonight, Exposed. The secret behind the trans activist army. Tonight, only on Blaze TV. The Glenn Beck Program.